Welcome to another episode of the Waters Run Deep podcast. This is Chris. We're here with Amanda and David. Today, we're going to be discussing secret societies in general. Amanda's going to kick us off with a Florida man story. Here we go. All right. So in Haines City, Florida, a tractor trailer driver is facing possession of methamphetamine after crashing into the back of a public shopping center in the Haines City area. Um, so the Florida man told us his tractor trailer during the delivery to public because he was on meth. And he just owned up to it right off the bat that uh, I just, I fucked up. I was hitting my meth pipe and it just got away from me. And here we are. <laughs> yeah. So it says that um, he was making a delivery in the back of the shopping center when his truck tore an awning off the building and then hit an unoccupied pickup truck. Um, and both vehicles were totaled. So if you totaled a truck, that has to be super like, oh. Yeah, you were, you were doing some doing some damage if you totaled a semi-truck. I mean, they're, they're building yeah. to take some, some bumps. So he totaled the trailer or the truck? Sounded like he totaled uh, the truck. It says that both vehicles were totaled. So I think it was the trailer wow. in the truck. Um, it also looks like when officers approached the gentleman following the crash, he said that he thought he was being pranked by a television show and did not immediately come out of the 53 foot tractor. Yeah. Oh he sat in God. there, he sat in there and was, you know, he thought it was all a prank and what have you. And then when they finally got him out, cause I read the same story, Amanda, so I don't mean to take your thunder, but when, when he finally got mm-hmm. out, he, uh, looked at him and said, Oh, well, you know, I, I made a mistake. I was, I was trying to light my crack, my meth pipe. So he thought, and uh, uh, what's that guy's name? Kushner. Oh yeah, yeah, Kushner? yeah. Ashton, Ashton, Ashton Kushner, Kushner was gonna pop out and say, "Hey, you're on punked." Yeah, we punked you. We got you. <laughs> so the police officer even gave him like a way to get out of it because the police officer said to him, "Like, have you fallen asleep? Are you drinking? Or experiencing some medical emergency?" And the gentleman was like, nope, just smoking my meth pipe. Well, you got to appreciate his honesty. I have to say that. <laughs> that yep. is what the um, Haines City Police Department said, that they appreciate um, his honest response to the question, but wants to remind everyone that using meth is illegal and could cost someone their life. <laughs> right. So, or a very expensive awning. You know, I was thinking about this. How many, uh, it, it almost worries me how many of these truckers are actually doing this stuff and driving this much weight you know what i mean because those trucks aren't like well, i mean they don't stop on a dime no my question is i I'm, i don't i don't smoke math nor do i know how one does but isn't it like a like it's a rock that you have to burn I mean, i've seen some tv shows i don't know if this is meth or crack or both or i'm confusing them but like it doesn't seem like it's an easy thing to smoke while stacking truck up well, it, uh, go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. It, I mean, it's not super difficult. It's probably as difficult as lighting a cigarette. Not that I've ever smoked meth, nor do I have any intention of smoking meth, but I have an idea how they do it. So it's in some sort of glass pipe. And instead of like lighting it directly, like if you were smoking a regular pipe, whether it be tobacco or marijuana, I know you light it from the bottom. So you're not mm. actually putting the flame on the 
Yeah, you heat the rock up, and the rock kind of yeah. has a um, a chemical reaction to the heat. It yeah. melts, and then you get the mm-hmm. smoke off the yeah. off the rock. And I don't know if you've either one of you've ever kind of looked at how they make meth, or, or been in, been around, you know, someone that knows how to make meth, or or anything like that. But I've actually <laughs> seen a whole setup, and and like a whole meth lab, what it would take to make meth. I, I I can't imagine putting this stuff in my body. Like what they yeah. make this um, stuff out of is just unreal. That was two things. One, I've seen Breaking Bad because yep. um, Adam's obsessed with it. But two, David, and I read this, I thought about this one time. I think you and I were like on the phone and we were both were watching like how does this get made? And it was about drugs. And yeah. they left out like one secret ingredient. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I bet I could Google and find that ingredient. Well, yeah, right. I mean, it's it's simple. I mean, it, it's crazy simple to make, but it's it's so it's so hazardous. Like, if yeah. you breathe it in, it'll kill you. You know, if you do it wrong, you let off the wrong gas or what have you, it'll kill you. And I mean, they have to go in with suits. When they raid this, when they raid a meth lab or something like that, they have to go in with suits and clean everything up and make it, you know, you know, not toxic for people to go in and, and actually take all this stuff out. And I mean, you know, they're using batteries and all this stuff to make this you know, the chemical mm. reaction, and it's just unreal that people are okay with putting that in their body. You know, they they just want that high, that hit, and they don't think about all this crap going in their body. It's just crazy. Don't they use like Sudafed from like cough tablets and shit mm-hmm. too? Yeah, they break down the Sudafed. It's really, it's really neat. Like to think that these people who do these drugs are this intelligent, intelligent enough to break down the Sudafed and get the, the you know the the chemical needed from the Sudafed. Um, I'm trying to remember. The and oh, amphetamine. Get- you get the amphetamine from the Sudafed. And right. then the alkaline, something from the battery or something like that. And you drop that in water and it chemically reacts like the alkaline and the battery. And that's actually where your explosion can come from because it heats that water up and it's, it, it causes a fire in, oh, wow. inside the bottle. And it's just, it's unfreaking real what these people do and how smart you have to be. I guess not smart, but you know, how I guess determined. Trust, yeah, determined you have to be in order to <laughs> grab this, this, rock that you make and and then melt it down and inject it in your body and just for a high yeah i mean i guess you give a, an addict some time and a little bit of knowledge and they'll find a way yeah oh yeah i mean they're gonna get that high come hell or high water and mm. so where was the setting again, amanda i said i think you said we're at in florida oh it was in Haines city florida where's that which at? is it's polk county nowhere Oh yeah, yeah. It's in Poe County. It's like in between Lake Lakeland and uh Simi. Yep. yep. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. So uh, that makes me think, oh, now that I think about it, I'm kinda sad that Haines City's police department are the ones that dealt with it and not Polk County, because then our favorite sheriff, Grady Judd, would have handled that. Oh yeah. Yeah, Grady would have had some good stuff to say about yeah. that. Yeah. I love when Grady handles stuff. Um <laughs> so one more thing on uh about our friend here. He was um, charged with possession of methamphetamine, disorderly conduct, resisting arrest without violence, and then possession of narcotic paraphernalia. Oh, 
see, they nailed them with everything. That's just a common thing to like throw everything at them to to see what sticks because the the resisting yeah. is is questionable. He might be able to get that taken off because he can use the old excuse. I wasn't sure what was going on, but wow. Um, one of my favorite games to play started when I was <laughs> back in the day um, when I was looking to move back to Maryland, which ended up not happening. Uh, I was looking at houses in Baltimore and there were these gorgeous houses for like nothing. And they couldn't figure out why they were so cheap. And they weren't in like Baltimore city. They were like in the County. Mm -hmm. And so I would send them to my friend and we would play this game called haunted or meth. (laughs) Like, do you think the house is cheap because it's haunted or because it was a meth house? Mm. (laughs) Um, and we still to this day, but now we've we've, we've expanded our horizons past Baltimore. Um, but it's a fun game to play. I recommend our listeners if you are like me and you stalk Zillow for weird houses. It's really fun to play one called Haunted or Meth. Um, That's hilarious. I also uh, one time I actually found a house by you, Chris, because. Adam and I were looking at houses in Pennsylvania, just sort of talking about it. And I found one and I was like, oh, this one's definitely a haunted house. What could have been that mess? I wonder, there's one that's not far from us that's kind of towards like all the shops and stuff. And it literally legit from outside is like your picturesque haunted house. But they actually just recently started to, to fix it up. So I don't know if somebody bought it or what but it's it does look like your picturesque haunted house it's crazy well okay so here's my question for you too if you could buy a house it's in your price range has everything you want but you know that it comes with ghosts because i know both of you believe in spirits would you buy that house sold i would buy it in a heartbeat are the well let me ask you this i shouldn't say that are these like your casper the friendly ghosts are we talking like Hellhounds and demons from the poltergeist and whatnot. Yeah, pits from hell, you know. You don't know. You just know that the homeowners tell you mm. spirits live here. I'd say I'd say I go with it. I'd say I go with it. We can get would some you buy that? And, yeah, I get into it. I don't know that I would. I, I think I would probably steer clear of that. I mean, it just that would number one, I probably would never see my daughter again. She would she would hear that and be like, Well, I'm not staying here. Um, and two, that's why you don't tell them. Listen, the the things that have that I've experienced in this house <laughs> have been close to supernatural enough for me. I'm trying to remember when I lived there, David. I'm trying to remember if if I I feel like I did. I just can't remember anything specific, but I feel like I did have some weird shit going on when I lived there. It's just um, that the the whole TV thing, Amanda. You and I <laughs> that was hilarious. So. I, I don't know, Chris, if you heard about that, if I told you about the TV. No, no. Oh, the TV oh, would randomly turn God. itself on or turn itself off. Like, I'd be sitting here to go off. I'm like, sure, I wasn't watching that. That's fine. Just whatever. And then it would turn itself back on. And so, like, it, this happened for a while. Like, I'm Chris, it went on for a couple months. And, and I'm, I'm sitting oh, here going, yeah. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like. I would turn the TV off. I would go to bed in the morning when I get up, the damn TV be on. I'd be like, okay, sorry. I didn't know you were watching that. I left it on for you. You know, um, <laughs> I found out that move was on me though. Cause I had the uh, TV, the cable boxes underneath the TV. Uh-huh. And I guess it was resting right on the power button. 
And you know ah. the trains that come by here, it would vibrate it just enough, it would kick the bitch back on. Oh Jesus! Oh yeah, scared the hell out of me. But I mean, <laughs> uh, that was my favorite month. Oh, Every day I horrible. get a phone call. It did it again, and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> We were we were wondering if like neighbors around here had the same TV or remote and they were walking by hitting the remote and it was just <laughs> activating my TV. I was like, this is bullshit. That's crazy. Oh yeah. I do was... think that that house does have a spirit in it though, because like I have literally like what when my mom was there with the and with Betty, the dog, I have like walked into the living room in that red chair. I've seen her like the dog like sitting in this as if somebody was with her. I don't really want to huh. say that because Savannah's sitting in the red chair right now. <laughs> she'd vacate that chair. She'd never sit in that chair again. Speaking of dogs, so before this this afternoon, this evening rather, we fed the dogs, and Bay's, of course, fifteen years old, the Dachshund, and you know Kai's two years old, the German Shepherd, and he eats. And recently, he's been like leaving a little bit of food in his bowl for some weird reason. And I think what he's doing is he's leaving it for Bay. So Bay will go like eat his, and then then she'll go eat hers for whatever reason. And sometimes she doesn't even eat hers; she'll just eat the little bit he left. Anyway, she did that, and Kai gets this like salmon oil because he he's he itches in the summertime. So we give him the salmon oil stuff to help with his itching. It's like a oil you put on his food. Mm-hmm. So she ate. Kai's food and then for some reason well she went in her bed and she has this like tent thing that Robin puts her in while while she's working so she doesn't like have an accident or anything because she's old and I happened to look over and I could tell she was like doing that like that gagging thing like she's getting ready to throw up so I just had a brain fart and and Robin was right there I just looked at her I said she's getting ready to throw up and I was just figuring well she's going to throw up in her bed we'll just throw it in the wash and be done with it Robin's like, aren't you going to pick her up? So I was like, well, that's a good idea. I can hurry up and get her outside and be nothing to clean up, you know? So I grab her. And I guess when I grabbed her, I I pushed the button and here comes everything. So Kai got puked on. (laughs) (laughs) The floor got puked on. You could have just left him alone. That's all. If you I thought I missed him. Like I thought like a little bit got on the floor yeah. and then all of a sudden Emma's like, Oh, Kai's got puke on him. And this is when we're outside with Bay. Oh, I'm like, no. Jesus Christ. And he had it like on his head, the top of his head, <laughs> down the side of his body. Uh, I was like, Oh man. So yeah. So we got another bath this week. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Luckily I had one of these wipes left. They're like rinseless wipes for dogs. Like you just wet them. And it gets real soapy, and you can basically wash them and just dry them off. So I oh. use that, and it works pretty good. Interesting. So. so it's like a dry shampoo for dogs. Yeah, yeah, in a sense. I mean, it is wet, but it it you don't have to. You just have to wipe them with that after you, you wet this this like glove thing, mm-hmm. and then you just dry them off. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I don't use. I only use them like for stuff like that, or if he goes out and. Decides to get dirty because he's a white dog, so he gets dirty pretty easy. Yeah. Otherwise, I just give him a regular bath. So yeah, that was uh, the lovely. Oh, bay. Yeah, yeah. She's still Old hanging bay on though. Yeah. So, so what uh, did you learn from that, Chris? Not to pick up the puking dog. <laughs> yeah, let, let her lay. Let her lay. Puke let it the in the bed. Dog and we'll, lie. 
We'll deal with it later. If you pick her up, you're going to hit the button and it's just going to come out. <laughs> it's going to get all over the place. Uh, Have you seen that meme that's like nothing wakes a person from a sleep with the sound of like a puking animal? Yes. 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 Well, I could be dead asleep, but I hear that dog or cat puke and I'm like. Or a puking see, kid. A puking kid I, will do it too. Yes, both. But see, and the dog will get me, and it doesn't happen that often, but you know, the, Kyle, he tends to come near me because he knows. I guess that I'll come deal with him. Yeah. And what I do is if we're upstairs in bed, I just take him to the bathroom and, and like the, let him do it on the floor. So it's, you don't have to clean it off the carpet and that usually works good. So for whatever reason, when he stayed at my parents last weekend, he, I guess he ate something or something in the woods. My mom saw him eat it and got him to stop, but I guess he got enough of it that it made him sick. And he like threw up all over the floor in the middle of the night, like in, two different spots. And I was like, how did that not wake you up? Cause he's pretty loud when he throws up, like he gets the dry heaves and everything. It's like, <laughs> it's like, what are you up all drinking all night? You're puking like that. But I mean, not that he pukes a lot, but it's like, geez, how did that not wake you? She like woke <laughs> up and stepped in a ball of puke. And I'm like, and of course they have like really new, like fairly new carpet. Like within the past year, they've replaced their carpet. Oh so. no. Now I'm the asshole. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You shouldn't have left a puking dog over there. Yeah. That's the last yeah. time I'm gonna let uh Kai over. Yeah, yeah. And then of course Bay's having because she's old, she's having you have to be like really mindful and like set a reminder on your phone to like take her out like every forty five minutes. Really? Or she's gonna like let it loose. So I guess she was afraid during during the night she doesn't do it. Like she'll sleep through the night. But this is like during the daytime and evening time. And it, but at um, night, we just, she just sleeps in her bed in her room and we just keep her confined to the bedroom. But my mom decided to put her in like the bathtub with, with the blanket to lay down. So that way, she, I guess it's confined and you can just wash the blanket. Well, she was, of course, pissed and pissed and shit all over that shit. It's like, well, that serves yeah, if you would have left her be, you wouldn't have had anything to deal with. Yeah. I definitely think dogs, especially dachshunds, because I have one too, like when they're mad, they like paybacks are hell. Yes, they she is as spiteful as can spiteful be. I'm telling you, she is a bitch to the fullest extent when she wants to be. Crazy, crazy. But she's also so cute and sweet. Yeah, she's a good dog. She's a good dog. I got nothing to add to that. <laughs> Is your kid what? good? Does she throw up still? Savannah? No, she's, you know what? It's really, she's really interesting. Like she's probably throwing up in front of me or around me like twice. Like one time she got some bad vegetables when she was a baby. And like, she gave me that look and like, I knew I was like, Oh, she's going to be sick. And so I was able to get her to the bathroom and she threw up in the sink and, you know, her mom was like, Oh my God, I can't, I can't handle it. You know, I'm like, we got to, you know, it's, this is, this is kind of what we signed up for. Um, and I think another time she got the flu or something like that, but her puking, she hasn't, it's been unreal. Like she's one of the least pukingest kids that I think I've ever been around, which is wild. I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ever seen Emma throw up. I mean, she's pretty private with stuff like that. So, but I mean, when she was a baby, she puked, but nothing like 
crazy. But I don't think since she's been old enough to kind of do her own thing. I mean, she's only six, but she hasn't really uh, had any issues or anything. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's weird. It's just like me. I remember throwing up. Like I'd go lay in my mom and dad's bed, you know, because I yeah. was sick. And, and of course, now they're pissed at me because I threw up in the bed. And why was I laying? <laughs> why was I laying in their bed and all that? Yeah. So, but Savannah, knock on wood, you know, she's been really good about that. That's good. So, I mean, not that she's my pet or anything, but, you know, there's my two cents <laughs> on that. <laughs> I have a mom who's uh, 70 that I take after, and she does not throw up. She refuses to throw up. No, she doesn't um, throw she's up. Doing she doing another uh, bodily function right yeah. now. So She yeah. blows up the bathroom. <laughs> right? Goes sprinkler Poor on thing. the bathroom. Pukes at the other end. There you go. Mm. I want to avoid that. Even the dog's like not hanging out with her right now. The dog's like in my room, like with me. I don't <laughs> so, blame him. Well, I guess we should dog. probably stop talking about uh, body functions yeah. and start talking about secret societies. Yeah, let's well, jump yeah. into it. So I'll ask both of you because I did a little, a little, very little research on this. Do you guys like? Do you have any idea how many secret societies there are? A shit ton. Some of them are kind of bullshit, but a shit ton. It's unreal. Well, it like, also, do we even know how many if they're really secret? Well, well, I, right. I guess you wouldn't know if they're like truly secret, secret. But I mean, most of your secret societies are gonna want more people. Yeah, I think I think some of them have become known over time. And I think some of them could be that they're, they're people think they're this and yeah. in reality, they're actually this, you know? Right. And there's right. like Freemasons is a perfect example. And, and that's not that's really a I was, secret. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But it, they have, there's different orders of Freemasons that are more secretive than others. So, yeah, I learned that. See, and Freemasonry was always one that I was kind of interested in. Because they align themselves a lot with uh, Christianity. I mean, from what I've seen of it, they align themselves a lot with Christianity. But, you know, I learned that as you go up in the, in the ranks, it's the more secret information you get. Like, yeah, and they do know, some weird shit for rituals, too. Oh, yeah. And did you know the did you know Washington, D.C. was based on Freemasonry, was built on Freemasonry? Yeah, and you know that that if you connect the streets, it makes like an inverted pentagram too. Yeah, it makes the pentagram and all that stuff. What? Yeah. yeah. Yep. And one of the there's a I'm trying to figure out how it's phrased. There's a a brick. One corner of the White House is said to have yeah. a brick from Freemasonry. Like their yeah. first brick is a Freemason brick. Yep. And they do that a lot. Yeah, they do that a lot. Like in buildings and stuff if they're actually involved they they do that a lot they'll throw something in there to mm-hmm. kind of yeah, and freemasonry has been around forever though ever yeah. long time and even like the illuminati the illuminati in air quotes that was the true illuminati that actually did exist with uh i think his name was Wysip. Isaac not Isaac Isaac Wysip is a podcast there's another guy with last name <laughs> Wysip he he um kind of started it and basically what a short story on that was and i'm sure we're going to get into it but 
he liked the idea of the Freemasons, but he wanted his own type thing and kind of wanted to be more involved than it was. So he, he started the Illuminati and kind of based a lot of their stuff off of like Freemason rituals, like their initiations and things like that. And see, I didn't learn oh. that those two were separate societies until I started looking into this. Cause I thought mm-hmm. the Freemasonry and Illuminati were like of one, you know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. when I started doing a little bit of research, I found that that's two separate entities. That's two separate societies, you know? Yeah. Like you were saying. Yeah. Well, so I watch angels and demons cause I believe that art is truth. And sure. I learned that the Illuminati were scientists who were trying to prove that science and the church could be one and the church didn't like that. So they persecuted them and that's why they went underground. I don't, that, might be partly true but i don't remember ever hearing that with like looking into like illuminati i is that why scientology came around yeah that sounds that's what it sounds like to me scientology is a made-up book no 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 no. like so what tom hanks told me in angels and demons (laughs) jesus (laughs) is that uh so like they were these scientists who were trying to prove science and they contradicted the church and the church didn't like that. So they tried to ban them like Newton and Galileo and Bernini and um, Da Vinci and things like that. And so that's what made them kind of create this Illuminati to be like the illumination of the church. Like what of like a real things happening of science, not so it's yeah, like they, they fought against the church. Uh-huh. Yes, and I that you're right. That is true. I just looked it up, and it, and they were uh, what is it? Secularism. Probably saying that. Secu- probably butchering it. Secularism. Secularism. Jesus, I'm tired. Sorry, I apologize. I definitely see that. Yes, it is it. It's so it's skepticism or indifference to the religious. So, so yeah. So that yeah. Go ahead, David. That I mean, back to the Freemasons. They invented the banking as we know it today. Um, and a lot of our founding fathers, you know, like we just spoke of, were, were Freemasons. I didn't know anything about the Illuminati, Amanda. Like I said, I did very little research. Um, just he because, didn't listen to Tom Hanks. On no, no, no. I, I didn't listen to Tom Hanks. A lot of my stuff came from um, a YouTube video from Al Jazeera's network. Like this okay. guy, uh, Amar Waqid, he got into it. Like he was going around asking these different people, you know, uh, their thoughts on secret societies and what keeps secret societies going. And he found like a lot of their answers were the, 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 um, the knowledge and, and Mm -hmm. the, the more secret knowledge they have is the more power these secret societies have. So we look Mm -hmm. at the Freemasons and, and what kind of secret secrets they hold over, you know, how our nation being built and, and, and the, the coming of our nation, you know, I think they have a lot of secrets from our forefathers and, and what have you, as far as what we were into with England and, and what have you. And, and that's kind of, I guess how they came to be and how they still exist. And they said the, the more secret knowledge they have, the stronger these secret societies are. Mm. Um, and Chris, we spoke like you were spoke, speaking of the Illuminati, um, so I have something written down and, and I guess 
for some reason I had a brain fart while I was writing this, but uh, all I have is Illuminati Bible with a arrow towards Joe Biden with a question mark. <laughs> so I'm not sure where I was yes. headed with that. I, I, so I think you said you what, what apparently, yeah. So apparently Joe Biden didn't take his oath on the normal Bible. Like every other president does. Apparently, according to some Biden used the Masonic Illuminati Bible that has an um, upside down cross on it to take his oath. Really? Yeah. And there's pictures that I will show you. I don't see, I don't, I don't remember. I don't watch the inaugurations like that, but here's the picture that apparently they're using to um, come up with this. And it's pretty, pretty fascinating. I have to admit, it's pretty you fascinating. Might, might say a lot about what he's doing today, huh? What do you think, yeah, Amanda? You guys, you guys see yeah, that? I mean, uh, two things. No, One, we don't see it. I assume he probably put his hand on a Catholic Bible. His yeah, Catholic. It's a weird Bible. And he's a practicing Catholic. It says, Holy Bible. Um, Can you see? Well, it? that's. Yeah. That's an old ass Bible. That is, that is really is. old. I wonder where he keeps that. It's got a lot more chapters what, than my oh, Bible this does. Is the same Bible that he's used since 1973 when he was first sworn into office. Maybe 1773. There it is there, side picture. Look at the inverted cross. Oh, yeah, the inverted crosses. No, it's a Celtic cross. Man, that shit's inverted. You can see the reflection. That's not a Celtic cross. That is a just an upside-down, regular old T cross. Okay, so that... Um, no, I read it on... I'm reading something else on the like other parts of the internet Um, that's saying that the hefty Bible is outside of the Celtic cross and has been in his family since 1893. Yeah, his um, demonic family. <laughs> 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 his Illuminati family, maybe. Oh, those are clasps on the Bible. The crosses are clasped. Okay, but they still have inverted crosses on it. No matter what they are, it's still, cool. what, huh. that they're inverted? So they're not inverted in this picture that I'm seeing here. Well, they flipped it back and they flipped it upside down. Uh, I just, I even went to Snopes to look up Snopes and Snopes doesn't have anything on it. Yeah, because Snopes is a piece of shit. That's why. Garbage news. Snoops is a garbage news network. I was. Trust anything. I was just looking up for the facts. That's not where we go for facts. Snopes. So if you see. She looks like she's going to shit her pants in that pants. That looks like a freaking heavy-ass buck. Looks like freaking out. Like, don't drop it. Yeah, he's saying don't drop it. The (laughs) other guy's sitting there laughing. (laughs) You got it? But you like, that's Dick Cheney. Um, But you see the crosses here? Oh, he's in that picture? Dick Cheney's the worst one of them all. He's the worst picture of them all. The only reason he's in this picture is because it's where they're reenacting his Senate chamber when um, Biden got reelected to Senate. Um, and Cheney was the president of the Senate. He was the vice president. But if you look at the picture, the Bible is the crosses are normal. They must have had it flipped. They must have had it the right way. No, I, I think they have it flipped now, Amanda. If you're doing the, the, I think they have it flipped here. 
I think it's flipped the wrong way that she didn't have it the right so way. So he he took right. his oath on an upside okay. down Bible is what you're telling me? That's yeah. why it's so backwards. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No, yeah, man. Yeah. I, yeah, look. I wouldn't this buy is, that. Wouldn't it be but wouldn't it be right side up when you're doing the the inauguration? You would think that people and, and would have flipped maybe. You would think people would have paid attention think. enough to have it right side up during the yes. inauguration. It and flips yeah. maybe when you're just farting around with it, acting like you can't carry it. Like, come on. I think in the right the right sense, yeah, you would hope, but it looks like they have it flipped the wrong way. Because oh, if you stop look at it, it. here. You can see the clasp up here open. I can't go closer. I can, I, I can see it closer in my head. How do I get closer on you? Hold on. Hold, please. Oh, I don't buy this, man. I think you want see, look. Like yeah, but look clasp. at, I mean, look at how he's carrying that. That cross would have been. Oh, I don't know. I, I think Chris is right, Amanda. That cross would have so been right side up. Yeah. Yeah, it's right side up, Mana. The crosses are inverted. Because the way he was just holding it, when look, I'll show my picture again. You see the same thing you just saw, and it's the same way from a different angle. But I'm trying to stop sharing. I'm just saying, like, I don't know how you've mistaken it, but like I could see accidentally holding it like this because you're excited. And if the crosses are the wrong way, I mean, I don't have crosses on my Bible. It's just the red See, Bible, here's but. the class here. Here's the right side here. The same thing you just showed in your picture, the same class here. And this is just from a different angle. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe it's like not. That. Maybe it's not, guys. Hold on a second. Because well, look at this lady's shirt. Boy, he's sitting. And look at this. Looks like it's right there. Oh, this yeah. Is, so that other one red. that Steve must have been from when he got as vice president. Yeah, this picture, this picture, the clasps would have been out. Yeah, so this is, so if you look like... But right there, it still looks like the clasps right here. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's clasps on both sides, but one clasp allows them to open it and one makes them close it. And this one I'm doesn't look... A closer picture. Joe Biden, show us your Bible. <laughs> If you're Prove listening. to us that you took the oath on a on a true Bible and not an Illuminati Bible. Well, you don't yeah. have to take it on a Bible, actually. Yeah, but he did. So. Well, yeah, I don't think you have to, but he took it on a Masonic Illuminati Bible. Yeah, it definitely is upside down because here's like another picture. Here, look. Um, this is from Fox News. Mm. Um, another liar. Oh. Uh, it's from the Fox Philadelphia news. So the red one that you were showing that was upside down is mm -hmm. from when he got sworn in as um, vice president. Well, that might've been just the angle they were able to get. They were able to use or something for that photo. Like maybe. Oh. All right. So this is him as Presidente. And they're inverted, right? No, they're regular. Stop it. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Nice. I can't zoom in, but can you see it right here? Yeah, maybe they made him. Maybe they. She's got it flipped here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you. You would think I mean, they'd pay attention and have it possible. not upside down. Jeez. That is possible. 
Uh, yeah, so I don't know, but that's that's an interesting claim. Yeah. I mean, if he is Illuminati, like that's kind of cool. Although, it, let's talk. Well, about a lot of your presidents, presidents are masons. Have. Are masons that you know they come up through the yeah. ranks of masonry and stuff like that. She is not a president. That lady right there. They're all shiesty. <laughs> They're all shiesty fucks. So. Well, well, like, isn't there like some number that like almost all of them, but like Barack or something? And I don't think Trump was or Joe. So like, everyone before them were part of the uh, Skull and Bones. Yes. And did you know that not only is Obama related to Dick Cheney, he's also related to Bush? I did not know that. I'm, you mean like yes. by blood? Like how I'm related yes. to you? Like ninth cousins type really? shit. Like, yes. But that pisses some people off. Fucking a, isn't that crazy? Wow. Yep. There, I mean, there's it, a conspiracy that pretty much all the presidents are related in some sort of way, and they're basically were like planned out and placed. Well, I mean, in, it it, to, it to only makes president. sense. I mean, do you know how difficult it would be for you, me, or Amanda to just walk up and go, you know what? I want to be president, and then go for Senate, and, and, and you know, and actually fit yeah. into that. That's my 20 year yeah. plan. <laughs> See, you can't. I'm only you 36, Dave. You can't run like, out of time, Amanda. Plan it like brothers, sisters, and then maybe even first cousins. It has to be like further away from that. Otherwise, people, it makes too much sense. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you see it too yeah, easy. Yeah, well, Jebby wasn't able to get up in well, there. I feel like so. it was. He kind of fell off the face of I the feel earth, like it didn't was he? Sort of easy. Yeah. yeah. I like Jeb. I yeah. think he was like a awful, awful. Well, no. Have you seen that I think movie we've got worse in the White with, House right now. Have you seen that movie with Christian Bale um, where he plays Big Cheney? Batman? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Batman. <laughs> it's really good. I can't even caught, but he, that's a really interesting perspective of all that shit. Right? But it makes sense if you think about it, because so many of our presidents have gone to specific Ivy League schools, whether it's Yale or Harvard. Right. right? I think only like five out of the 46 of them haven't. Mm-hmm. And that was because like the first three, uh, the, well, no, Harvard and them were around. But So speaking of that, so this this leads me to, to, to one of my favorites. I have one that actually is my favorite, or not favorite like I'm a member, but favorite yeah. like it's just interesting. Huh, are you? But uh, the Bohemian Grove, apparently it's nothing more than a social club. It actually does exist. And actually, one of our favorite who made an appearance last episode actually is the one that kind of broke the news on this by infiltrating um, one of their gatherings. Yes, he he was made famous basically. Like that's what really kind of got his gears off the ground is when he infiltrated Bohemian Groves in the woods of San Francisco. He was like on a canoe and like going up the river or whatever, and he was like Like filming them. Yeah, he was like filming them doing their ceremonies because they do like these these weird this weird ceremony and where they light this big owl on fire. It's kind of like Burning Man, but instead of a man it's an owl and they call it the cleansing ceremony and then they do like this mock execution thing where they pretend supposedly pretend that they're killing a 
a human being, but really it's fake. Um, supposedly it's fake. I should wow. say, who knows? And he, he's kind of the one that kind of broke the news on being Grunt Cause before that it was kind of like not known. It about. was true secret, but he, here's the picture that he was able to get. Let's see, that's kind of a shitty picture, but yeah, it's fascinating that just how they do stuff. There's a lot more to it that they, um, and they only meet once a year. Actually, the Manhattan Project, which created the first nuclear bomb, that was um, apparently was discussed there, and that's what got that plan off the ground. Really? But here's them. <laughs> this is from this is a clip from his video, and this is the owl right here, and this is them dressed up in their crazy cloaks and stuff. And here's kind of like a better picture. Holy smokes! That's there. a that's a big Even old owl. Yeah, it's big. It's huge. It's huge. So, and here's another clip from the video. And then he actually got in Bohemian Grove. And here's, here's old Alex Jones right here. He actually got into the Bohemian Grove and um, they, they caught on and like kicked him out or whatever. But, and he was like going up to people and asking them like, uh, so how is it being a member of Bohemian Grove? <laughs> and some people like <laughs> wouldn't talk about it. it, it it's just, a, there's a whole thing behind it, but it's very fascinating. This, the idea that these guys get together in the in the woods every year and there's apparently there's like orgies involved and it's crazy it's all kinds I mean of there's stuff. other secret societies that get together in the woods I mean and burn things yeah you know crosses in particular yeah. another one of my favorites yeah yeah <laughs> yes the yes yes, yes that one that's a very nasty that is very group. nasty very nasty very, uh, yes uh, Ortis or, or, or OTO, they're referred to as OTO, but most most people know them as that. But it's actually Ordo Templis Orientis. Man, are you familiar with them, or David? No. Mm-hmm. So they borrow heavily from Egyptian, Christian, and Judaic beliefs, and they're often cited as the precursor to modern Scientology. So it it it's basically the religion Aleister Crowley came up with, um, and he actually led the group for the longest time. Um, it's a Thelema religious system. Um, so it puts puts the love of the individual above others. So it's kind of like, it's, it kind of falls into the satanic idea of, you know, love thy, thyself over thy others or something like that. Um, and it apparently has, there's many ties to Freemasons, Freemasonry as well. But they used to do weird stuff. Like there was rituals and it was a lot of stuff tied to magic. Like they did weird rituals, sexual rituals where they would like ejaculate on a cracker and they had to eat the cracker, like weird stuff. Well, all right then. Very weird stuff. That's, that's yeah. probably one I'm not going to, I'm not going to look out for. <laughs> yeah. Another, my favorite one, I'll save my favorite, favorite one for the end, but um, how about the hermetic order of the golden dawn? Nope, never heard of that one. So this one's also a, a magical type one. So it's based solely around mysticism and the practice of various magics. So the Hermetic Order's famous membership includes William Yates and Aleister Crowley. So he was also a um, member of that as well. And he was, it was formerly an offshoot of the Freemasons, while the Illuminati went mostly, oh, I forgot this word already, man, a securalism. 
Sacralism. Sacralism. Jesus. Sacralism. Apparently, the Golden Dawn is as deeply occult as it gets. So then they do believe that that still is going on. Uh, Chris, have you heard about the Ordo Novi Templi or the New Templars? I feel like I have, but tell me about it. Did you know that? Okay, there was one pretty famous person that was uh, a part of the New Templars. It was, um, they actually allowed Hitler to rise to power. In the New Templars, they helped him rise to power. Um, it was founded by a guy named, uh, I'm going to butcher this because it's a German name, uh, and, and I shouldn't, George Lanz uh, von Liebesfels. And uh, yeah, see, I told you. And their their whole, uh, I guess, outlook or, or, or foundation was kind of what Hitler was was trying to create was the world of uh, an ideal race. So it was the idea of the Aryan race was a very ancient race with ancient wisdom. And then, you know, of course, like I said earlier, wisdom is power. So they were trying to knock off everybody else. It wasn't of Aryan race because they felt that the Aryan race was smarter or had more wisdom than everybody else. So I wonder if they have anything to do with the Thule Society. Because so they many Nazi leaders claimed Thule affiliation, and it's a secret society with credited with with this kind of the same thing with the Nazi ideology, mm-hmm. and it was basically to bring a new world order with the systematic extermination of undesirables. And but they also it also had like a, a magical element, which most of these secret societies do have some sort of rituals or magic they. That deals with it. So they think, and this definitely included some black magic, racist chanting, sexual magic, and calling forth demons. That's that's the German fools. It seems like all these societies have something <laughs> to do with, like, like you said, a, a magical aspect of it, but also a sexual aspect to it. Yes, lots of which sex. is they, these these fuckers are fucking well, weird. A lot of it goes back to paganism and the fact that the Catholic Church took away the ability to like really chastise and I thought the word I'm looking for, like just like prudishly created like these rules that took away from what paganism and that the natural cause to want to connect with the earth. So show superiority, connect with each other, whatever that looks like through bodily function. Yeah. You know, all of that. I think so. And I think that's why they became, secret societies instead of becoming just another religion, yeah. you know? I mean, and, like I think about like, this is not a secret society, obviously, but like my sorority, I'm, I'm in a secret society, but I'm not secret <laughs> about it. You're going to uh, get kicked out of that I one. I think Dave, Dave one time told me it was a gang. Oh, um, nice. <laughs> but yeah, like, so the reason that fraternity, I don't know about fraternities, but the reason sororities were created were because women weren't allowed to study with like each other and like men in colleges, they had to like go to their own parts of the university. They weren't allowed to like do certain things. So they created these organizations for women to come together and like study together, be together, um, like be in fellowship and sisterhood and sounds, things like that. Like and I cult. think that's really similar. <laughs> Damn. I really like cults, so <laughs> probably is. 
let's see, I'm Catholic, <laughs> I'm in a sorority, I do CrossFit. Yep, yeah, I mean, the only thing left on my list is to join the down a cultish, cultish avenue here. I looked into QAnon, but I just can't buy it. <laughs> but Chris and I have a friend who I think has a cult that they're creating that I'm very interested in. Right. I would love to interview him. I have so many questions for him. All right. Do I not know this person? Maybe. No, it's this kid that we oh. grew up with. And um, his mom and my mom were really, were really good friends for a long time. My mom babysat him. And his, his, the name that he goes by now is not really? his name. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's like a prophet. Oh, Dave, I will introduce you to Malachi. He's, he it he is, claims to be a prophet and all this? Really? Oh, I yeah. have to meet this guy. I've never met a prophet, so yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I didn't know that paint. I grew up with one. That's definitely goes so. hard. Really? Paint. Does he really? He's not going to bring me any kind of juice or anything. Right? I'm not going to drink the Kool Aid. Not through the interwebs. I'm not going to drink the. I don't know. Don't I think Google it. goes hard with the paint. <laughs> hard to the oh, paint. Oh, giving one's one's full yeah. effort. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I was like. I am old. What does this mean? And then this rap song came up and I was like, I don't think that's what that means. And then I found it. So what about, here's one that, that kind of ties it back in. What about Opus Dei, man? And what you got to say about Opus Dei? Because I know you know who they oh, are. Bloody, oh, bloody, Opus Dei. Hey, la, da, 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 Opus Dei. Um, I mean, I think that that is a really, like, yes, I think it's real. I don't know if it's still thriving. It is. It still is. They just they claim it's not. They actually have a webpage, but they actually claim they that they're yeah. They're not what they say they are. Which people say that they're kind of like the secret power behind the Vatican and kind of do all their dirty work in a sense. Well, um, apparently now it's mostly people who aren't who are secular priests and like lay people. Yeah, and there's some Catholic. wicked did you ever hear about the gut? There was a, a um, he was a homosexual. Um, man, I'm having a nasty brain fart here. Like journalist, and apparently he went into the Vatican priesthood or wherever they, be- however they become priests. And he, re- yeah, he reported back that it's it's like a boys' club, like. You have the ones that are, you have the gay priest, and then you have the pedophile priest, and the ones afraid of the others going to tell on them. So as a result, nobody says anything, and that's what this guy reported back is saying that that's all it is is just either gay or pedophiles. And there's the, like um, no in between. It's just, I mean, I'm sure there is, but he was saying the majority yeah. was that. So. And Opus Dei, to come back to that, apparently they're ultra conservative and they're apparently the extremely, um, they were based at, they came out of Spain in like 1928, I believe. And they're, they're, they're kind of who everybody points to if the Vatican's doing any kind of like dirty work. Really? Apparently, yeah, they made a uh, an appearance on the Da Vinci Code, Manda. Oh, they did. I did. They did. It's the guy, uh, Paul something is the actor's name. Um, mm-hmm. He plays Vision in Marvel movies. 
Um, oh, yeah, but he's much yeah. younger. And he wears these chains on his legs and they like self, like, I guess, mutilates himself. There's another word for that. Um, yeah, Paul Bettany. And it's Paul Bettany, yes. And uh, that is like his way of taking like his alms and for his sins and stuff. It's some, it's some crazy Catholic crazy. Well, it's wild yeah. how all these secret societies I mean, like, are like just tied into everything. You know what I mean? Well, and I think it's interesting on how like a lot of them really go back to the Catholic church, which I think we've talked about before. I don't know if we've talked about on the show or just the three of us, but the like amount of power that the Catholic church had, um, like probably even before like, well, even still century. really has. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Catholic Church is still really, really yeah. strong. They're very mm-hmm. powerful. And the amount of money. Oh, my God. So yes. Tom Hanks told me the other day when I was watching Angels and Demons <laughs> that, I, well, he didn't tell me. Actually, it was you and McGregor. But they were talking about um, the Vatican vault, which I would like, if I could have one wish granted from God, I would love it would be to be able to go into the Vatican vault and just see what they have. That's because I think that's like that would be it, huh? That would be your wish, so your one wish to God. Yes, to go into the My Vatican one vault. One wish. I mean, I wish I pray and I wish to God a lot about a lot of things, but like if He was like one ridiculous wish, I'd be like, I want to go into the Vatican vault and be able to see. Well, my question and like yeah. read it and touch it. And have the knowledge, because I also would have to be able to speak Latin, and no yeah. the Latin. But I think it'd be so interesting. Yeah, I would love to go there. Think. I think they got all kinds of shit. Oh, for sure. There. I think the Tenth Commandments are there. I think mm-hmm. inside the uh, what are they? I can't even think of what they call what the Tenth Command Ten Commandments were in. What was that called? The, um, oh, it's the bo- um, Art Ark of the Covenant. Ark of the Covenant, yeah. I think it's in there. I think they have the Holy Grail, if the Holy Grail is actually a thing, because I think they just refer to it as an actual cup, but I think it might be something a little Do you think different. they have the measurements? They Do you think they have the measurements? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think they actually have the original Solomon's Temple in there. I think they got it all. I think they got mm-hmm. UFOs. Well, they also have, like, other things, too, that I think they're trying, they want to hide. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Like, I think that there's lots of, of literature. There's, and then, and then I think there's just like a gorgeous art. Like, um, I've been to the Vatican a couple times and it, it's very moving, especially as a Catholic. Like, it's very moving that way, but just the, the art alone and like the design, like Bellini and Michelangelo and all of that is really cool. I'm sure. Yeah. And then to know like all the power, and I think back, like that's why I think a lot of these organizations kind of started was again it all leads back to power, mm-hmm. which we've talked about, and then I think it leads back to maybe either losing power because the church took over or being granted power from the church. Yeah, and I think that's and why. Then, yeah. Go ahead. No, that's that's the end of it. I think honestly, even though in, I guess in the past eight years or so, roughly around that, they the, the Catholic Church has come out and said that they do believe UFOs exist. I strongly believe that's a large chunk of why, if they are real, that it's been kept hidden because I think it would shake a lot of people's belief in a higher power. Which I don't understand that because it doesn't mean that God didn't create them. Well, as that's well. Uh, yeah. I was going to go with that. I don't think that. 
if God created, okay, and 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 I I fully believe that God created us. God created the heavens and the earth, and you know the light and the dark and 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 what have you. I don't think He stopped with us. I mean, I don't think that we were that special. That he goes, well, <laughs> look at what I created. We're done. I think Adam, yeah, I Nailed think it. Adam and Eve kind of wiped that one clean with their first mistake. You know, hey, don't eat that. Sure, yeah, okay, uh, okay, his back's turned. Grab it. You know, so I, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah I don't think by and large that we were the only things that he created. You know, I, I think that maybe we were in the mix somewhere. I don't know if we were the first or the last or you know what have you, but. And that could be definitely a side of it too, but it could also be this. Maybe our God or whoever he may be, whoever God you believe in, maybe he was responsible for creating things on this world. And maybe another God was responsible for creating things on or this, this universe or this yeah. galaxy. And then another God is in charge of that one. It could be something like that. Yeah, yeah I mean, that, that, it sheds a whole new light on, you know, it gives you something more to think about. You know, I, I, I've never... I don't want to say I've never thought that we were alone in the universe. I think that no, I something think that. out there that's more intelligent than us is, is somewhat scary to me in a way, because, you know, what are they going to use? What are they going to do? If they're smarter than us, you know, at what point do they go, mm-hmm. you know what, these idiots here, we need to kind of wipe them out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's this great show called Miracle, Miracle Workers. Um, it's by Simon. I can't think of the other name. Has Harry Potter in it? It's hilarious. If you haven't watched it, it has uh, Steve Belushi. Uh, no, Steve Buscemi. Um, That's exactly one of the Belushi brothers. He plays God. Yeah, Steve Buscemi. He plays God, and he like it's kind of what you said, Chris. Where like there's multiple gods, and he like is God that made earth, but he's kind of like a stoner and like lost it. Doesn't really care about earth. And he like tries to like do other things. And they're like, but we really need you to pay attention to this. And he's like, man, good. And then uh, my favorite episode is when he has to go to his parents' house (laughs) and he's like, siblings are there and they're like overachievers and talking about the world they created. They're like, how's earth, honey? And he's like, it's it's fine. (laughs) It's, it's really funny. I recommend it. He's on TBS is how we watched it. Um, Miracle Workers is actually really funny. It's like three different seasons of like different stories. So huh. it's like the same actors in a different story. But the first season is about God and, and the earth and um, sort funny. of what happens when you come to heaven. Um, oh, that's cool. It's called that. Miracle Workers? Miracle Workers, yeah. Oh, check that out. That sounds good. Yeah. It's, it's entertaining. Like, um, just the part where God kind of like doesn't care. Like he yeah. cares, but he's like, man, whatever. I made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> um, it just sort of kind of puts a little humor on, um, some things in the world. So, yeah. Uh, so you but, think, I was just going to throw this out there. Do you think these, uh, other beings have secret societies? I'm sure they do. I'm sure there's different sects that, uh, of them that, yeah, I absolutely do. I think, I think, Secret societies in a whole are, are just bound to be no matter what universe, no matter what world. I just think it's bound to happen because people like to, to do different things and they like to do it with right. other people and they like to do things that they don't actually want to share right. with others except for the people they and, do and, it with. Yeah. And as a result, 
you get the secret societies where yeah, you I think and it, it always kind of goes back to what I mentioned earlier is you know you have a secret you want to share it with me but you don't want Amanda to know and well now we just created a secret society and you know Amanda's not a part of it and yeah you know people like Amanda we don't yeah. want so not picking on you Amanda yeah no that's that's, that's what it is I think that's I'd how they begin. I think that's how they start and how they, you know, they may take on a different aspect and go a different directions, but I definitely think that's how they start. Or it could be that it starts with one, which it seems that it yeah. has, you know, it seems like a lot of them, like we said, started with Freemasons yeah. and then kind of broke off of that, from right. there, you know, because people joined it and they were mm-hmm. like, well, this is kind of what I want, but I think I want it to be a little different than this. And all you yeah. have to do is get, one or two more people that are in line with the way you want it. And here you go. You got your spinoff secret society. Well, I think the other part about it too, is we think about, you know, people like to have secrets. They like to be part of the in crowd. Right. And, you know, um, there are things that I promised, you know, when I did my story rituals, Oh, I won't tell anybody about, you know, and it's none of it anything crazy just maybe a couple goats and a sheep but nothing <laughs> crazy um and no oh, no coming on <laughs> um so i think that there's like this part of human nature to want to be special and to want to be a part of something special and yep. then to pass that down so i think about like my dad was a, a moose part of the moose club oh in the moose um, lodge he went to yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, yeah. There was like the Moose Lodge, the Elk Lodge. Um, I think he was a moose, right, Chris? Isn't it moose? That's yeah, it was moose. Yeah. Yeah. Was moose. Um, and so like he would go and do things, and I think it's a lot more for social activity more than anything. Um, I don't remember him going as I got older, but he also had his own issues. So, um, but then I think about like a lot of these organizations also are for men. There's not a ton that women are a part of. Yeah. Um, and I was doing my research. I didn't find a lot that had, um, specific, like, Oh, women's only kind of thing. So that also just makes me kind of curious from like a sociological standpoint is, is there something in the male want to find fellowship with other men? And I mean that like through friendship or, you know, power or whatever, and like continue to pass that down. And then I think about like the larger or groups we know about, like the Illuminati or um, the Masons or the Skulls and Bones, and it's like a lot of that's also privilege. And see, that's being passed. I don't like. Uh, I didn't even bring up the Skull and Bones because that one's named and everything, and I don't really, yeah, truthfully look at that so much as a secret society as I do a uh not a sorority, but a, frater- a fraternity. Uh, fraternity, yeah. right? So I, I, I mean, I get that all these presidents were members and all that. So I think maybe it's a way to give people a taste and maybe bring them into the actual secret society from that, like an entry. But yes, yep. Mm-hmm. But I don't believe that it, it's it in itself is a secret society. Yeah, no, I see. I, I think what you're saying, I get that. Um, yeah, for me, it just seems really interesting that we're once again sort of in this world, or not once again, but like we're in a world where this is still a lot of power at play. 
Like I think a lot about, um, you know, I like to think that I control my life, but I do think that there are organizations that have power over what happens in my country, over what happens, the economy, you know, like I fully believe that like the Rothschild and the, all those people, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, being a part of like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to blow you out there. <laughs> Scared the hell out of um, being a part of like, our, our economy and, and what have you and, and still having effects on our economy and stuff like that. Oh yeah. I think there's a lot of behind the scenes play with, you know, interest rates and, 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 you know, how we, how we coronavirus, yeah, COVID and how and we spend money with China and how we spend money with Russia and, and, you know, how we look out for Ukraine and what have you, you know, I think there's a lot of that still going on with our with mm -hmm. different societies and, and sex within our society and they're definitely doing the sex hey let me tell you all of them <laughs> so my favorite or one of my favorites I, I was sitting here thinking i don't know if this can be my favorite but have you ever heard of the rosicrucians Baby. yeah so yeah so the, the rosicrucians they're the most secret of secret societies apparently and they gain ancient wisdoms, wisdom that enabled them to create a science greatly in advance of their contemporaries in the 15th century. Since the 17th centuries, rumors have credited the Rosicrucians with accomplishing the transmutation of metals, possessing the means of prolonged life, having the knowledge to see and to hear what is occurring in distant places, and enjoying the ability to detect secret and hidden objects. It has been alleged that scientific apparatus discovered the tomb of Christian Rosacruz, 1378 to 1484, founder of the Brethren of the Rosy Cross, or Rosicrucians, would be considered common laboratory equipment for the 1916th, but impossible for the 15th century. The secret society has intrigued people for centuries and presented a challenge for historians and conspiracy theorists. So that's just a brief um, overview of them. So they're kind of same thing. They're more scientific based than than the magical side or religious side, but uh, they they're apparently accredited with you know doing the anything new scientifically. It basically comes from this group, like it's a group of scientists that come up with these uh new ideas and they say that a lot of the like um what do they call the group that uh the manhattan project was a lot mm -hmm. of them were rosicrucians and things like that so it, it it's wild how everything in today's society is all linked back to secret societies you know i mean if you yeah. look at the dollar bill the dollar bill has stuff from freemasonry mm -hmm. on it you know, the all seeing eye, the, the pyramid, this, you know, yeah. all this stuff. It's like, you know, people, they say that's from Illuminati, more, more Illuminati the pyramids than, or the uh, all seeing eyes, but it's still the, well, the all seeing eyes in Freemasonry. Kind of, also. Well, yeah. kind of both. Yeah. It's kind of both. It's just, it's unreal how like everything in our society, everything that we deal with on a daily basis is kind of parts with these, these groups, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And another another one of my favorites is uh 
Ashashin or Assassin. I, I like the first so, pronunciation of that, Ashashin. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> apparently the word the, the word assassin comes from the name of this group. It literally translates to followers of Hassan. Uh, more than just a religious followers of a charismatic leader, this is a sect of trained killers who would destroy anyone who stood in their past. So this is kind of like, and they also were accredited um, for mostly destroying, or so, they were thought to be mostly destroyed by the Mongols in the 13th century. But some say they scattered and adherents and could still be found in Eurasian areas. So these are kind of like the, the killers, or these are the people you would call if you're in one of these other nasty secret societies to kind of take care of your dirty work. Wow. So they're basically just like a secret society of killers. I've seen that movie. Angelina Jolie yeah. was in it. They were, yeah, it's kind of, I think they kind of talk about, I think that it's kind of like loosely based off this and they're kind of like looking at them. They remind you of like a Indian yeah. ninja, you know, that's the kind of look they have. And they're, it's pretty interesting. I mean, we can, all these, we can go way in depth and kind of talk about the things that they've been a, a, accused of being involved with and stuff. But um, that one, that one's pretty fascinating. Cause it's that, that's their secret society is just being a, a league of assassins for like a word. You know, I think I'd just, join that one. That, would, that sounds like an awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fascinating. Know, it doesn't seem like it has good insurance or benefits or I'm under the life insurance. Well, if you get caught, be, no. like, do you well, think yeah. it was, I was like, it last Geico. Like, cause like for some things I'm a part of, it goes towards my Geico. I just want to make sure like that. I think the, the the medical would be good because the healthier you are, the, the yeah. better killer you are, you know? Mm, that's true. And life insurance can't be that good because your your odds of death are... Yeah, I'm pretty high. sure you don't go into yeah, a life insurance yeah. policy uh, meeting and go, so this is what I do. Because I'm pretty sure they go, well, you yeah. kind <laughs> of score off of our charts to cover you. Yeah, you'd have to pay your, your uh, deductible yeah, right. front. Okay, so how do we join these societies? I think I think it's like the the yeah. Freemasons that you you don't. Well, they no. Ask you, In order you to know? join Freemasonry, you ask a Mason. Oh, I thought they had to ask you. You no, you ask like, a Mason. Yep, you, you ask, ask a Mason to become a Mason, and then they give oh. you like an application or something like. I've done this. I actually asked a Mason, and he goes, "I'll bring you an application." He brought me the application, and it was during Karen and my time and, and I didn't finish the application and stuff like that. And I started looking into, it was a corporal that was going through it at the same time. And I probably wasn't supposed to, but he kind of shared a little bit of what he has to, what he was being asked to do. And I'm not really good with mm-hmm. like taking something, memorizing it and spewing it back out. Like I need a little while. And right. he, that was right. one of the things that he had to do. They give, they gave him this little book and he had to memorize certain parts of this book and in ritual, like somebody speaks this part mm-hmm. and then, okay, you have to speak this part verbatim, word for word. If you mess it up, yeah. you mess up the whole thing and you have to do it again at some other time. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Church. yeah, that's true. But yeah, it's uh, ask a Mason to be a Mason. When I um, 
join my sorority, we had to take a test before we could join. And it was like, you had to know like our creed mm-hmm. and a couple of passages in the Bible and whatever, whatever. And I remember being like, this is so hard. I don't, I don't even know. Like sometimes I don't remember the pledge of allegiance more. I have been saying that forever. You know, it's not that I don't know it. I just, my mind goes blank. Um, right. But now I can, I can say that creed. My eyes closed. And I mean, you know, if I, if I wanted, I guess if, if I, yeah, yeah like, like if I took my time sure. and sat down and did it, and I think it would be awesome because our grandfather was a Mason, you know, and, and I didn't find that out until I went yeah. through some of his stuff both mine were. And, and found his, his, uh, his apron. Yeah. Both. What's the one with the people that wear little hats? The Jewish? The, um, <laughs> no, they, oh man. What are they called? Oh, Shriners. Shriners. They are, yes. Aren't they part Shriners. of Masonry? Like. They're like the upper Masons or something like that. No, I don't think they have anything to do with them. They're they're really, I don't even think they're like, uh, they're like, uh, they kind of help people and drive little cars. I like those little cars. They do like hospitals and stuff. Oh, they used to be known as the ancient Arabic order of the nobles of the mystic shrine. And it's a Masonic society established. It was a Mason. That's what I thought. I thought I I heard that they were Masons. I'll be damned. Mm-hmm. So, so one more Masonic I'm telling you they all come from the Freemasons so another one I feel like we should mention because I'm sure our listeners are kind of like oh my god I can't believe they didn't mention this one is the Bilderberg group mm-hmm. so this is established in 1954 the Bilderberg group or the Bilderberg club is a secret society comprising of the world's elite and they hold an annual private conference of about 120, 150 of the most influential people from the world of business, finance, academics, media, and even some presidents and prime ministers. It is believed the main purpose of the, this private party of the creme de la creme of the world is to create an aristocracy of purpose, mainly in the United States and Europe. Just being rich doesn't get you a spot in the party, though. Meetings are organized by a steering committee with two members from each of approximately 18 na- nations. Due to the lack of accessibility and transparency of these meets, the Bilderberg Group has been accused of a number of conspiracy theories around the world, including the Great Depression and most of the world's biggest terrorist activities. The air of mystery that surrounds the group and their unwillingness to come clean with the things discussed puts them in the list of the most dangerous secret societies in the world. So I think when people talk about the New World Order and all that crazy stuff, I don't think it has shit to do with the Illuminati or anything like that, unless the Bilderberg Group is the modern-day Illuminati. I think it's all Mm. with these people, because these are the movers and shakers of our world that are meeting together annually. And we know they meet together, because they don't hide it that much. You know, they're not like... It's not like the the uh, Bohemian Grove where you have the only people that know the date and time are the people who are attending, you know, it's kind of like this is known. We're holding it this day, but you can't get in unless you're a member. So it ain't like they allow press or well, they allow press if you're a member, but it's only these people are allowed to go in and nobody knows what they're. Could you imagine is. like the security for that? You know? Oh, it's insane. I've seen pictures because like people like Alex Jones and I think he was one of them and then other people have attempted to gain access and they they do allow them to stand outside the gate and you can like see cars pulling in. If their windows aren't tinted, you can see who's in the car. 
but beyond that, you're not seeing who's getting out of the car and going in because it's so wild. far, you know, back. They pick good venues. And then, um, like, I don't think this has to do with any of the groups we mentioned per se, but they held um, the year before COVID. So 2019, they held uh, an event, and I think it's called Event 401. So Event 401, it's not, it's not 401. What is it called? I think it's 201, maybe. Yeah, it's, a, it's an exercise that Johns Hopkins holds. Uh-huh. And apparently every year every year or something like that, they hold what's called Event 201. And what it is, is they kind of like do a tabletop exercise for a high-level pandemic. Really? Right? And guess what their topic COVID. was? Yep. In 2019, their, the, the uh, pandemic they picked was COVID. 19 or the, or the coronavirus. Wow. And Bill Gates is a part of this and he's really wrapped up, of course, in the coronavirus and stuff. Um, yeah, they give all that money that like people made, like the really rich made, oh, a, the ton really rich made a ton of money. Yeah. I mean, they made Pfizer a ton of freaking money. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you made, yeah. uh, what was that other company that came out with a Moderna? Moderna. Made a ton of freaking mm-hmm. money. Um, this doctor, Fauci, he's, making money hand over fist yeah it, it's yeah. unreal the money that yeah. came out of COVID. and there's all kinds of shit coming out about him now and he people people accredit him they say he's the godfather of aids he's kind of like hmm. a big reason the shit went down with the aids epidemic in the uh what was that late 80s, early 90s? That. no that was monkeypox yeah there, there's more t- yeah there's more to it than that but they kind of accredit him for the debacle that went down with that but um, it's just fascinating that, I mean, it could be, and I'm going to be the first to tell you as much as I love looking up this shit and thinking about what could be, it could have been merely a coincidence, but it's just funny that that was their topic and they did a, uh, tabletop exercise on it and they still handled it like yeah. shit. Well, I mean, I don't think that's what, that's much fascinating to me. The biggest of it is not necessarily that they predicted it and that was them like slowly unrolling it. It's that they just did a tabletop exercise on it, and they obviously didn't learn anything because. Well, I mean, Chris, you know as well as I do, a best laid plan—a best laid plan on paper doesn't usually come out, you know, in in person. Yeah. Because you you've always got some people monkeying it up somehow. Um, but it's odd that. But but just it's odd that they would pick COVID, and then then that would go. Yeah insane you know that would that would take over the world Mm -hmm. that's just odd it's what just bothers me though and and if somebody has a good explanation for it i'm all ears but what bothers me is that you had like walmart target amazon fresh all these big huge companies allowed to stay open but all these mom and pop places had to close Mm -hmm. their doors and to Mm -hmm. me the big places are more likely to spread the virus because it's not as easy to go around and and clean the store whereas if you got a small mom and pop grocery store it's a lot easier to contain it because you can clean it a lot easier and less people inside and things like that so i didn't really understand those ways and i think a lot of that was going on like in the bigger cities like new york and california and stuff but it's still it's like why you know 
That's another story for another yeah, day. Yeah, I think there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of issues we could kind of nitpick with all that stuff, you know. Like, you know, I, I, I could see why Walmart stayed open because they had the big supply warehouses and probably the backstock of, of everything needed from these people or for us. Um, whereas yeah. you're, and that's, that's a very, whereas your small mom and pop stores, they probably have just what's in the back room. But yeah. But if, if Walmart's able to get a, a replenishment, why is it yeah, mom yeah, and right. pop? I mean, it kind of goes to, I guess, the baby formula right now. You know, how do we go so short on baby formula? But why, speaking of that, we send a lot of baby formula down to the um, mm-hmm. border to help the families that have come over. And now we're asking Mexico and I think another country to send us baby formula to, to we help our babies. Europe. And Europe. Well, why do we do it like that? Why didn't we? keep our stuff for our children's and ask these other countries for formula. Well, for I mean, there's, things. there's you know a lot I mean? that like, we do that with Chris. I mean, I, I think I saw somewhere today where we were sending, um, our excess, uh, oil reserves or whatever, our excess to Europe. And like, I'm all for babies. I, I want all babies. Well, to absolutely. Have food. Yeah, so no, don't for get sure. me wrong that, I'm saying one's better than the other, but when it comes down to it, any other country is going to take care of their country first before they Not take America. care of others. And that's Not what America. frustrates me. Well, yeah. I think we are taking care of our country now that we saw that we have this issue, but, but I think it's man. hard to stop in the beginning. But I also think that like there's this savior complex that America has. Yes, absolutely. I think that we had to be the savior in I think there is a savior complex that we have because we were afraid that if we didn't come to certain countries' aid, they would Russia would come to that aid and there would be communism. Uh yes, that's and that's a and fair point. Vietnam is an a great experience uh, show of that, right? And then I think that we continue to have this like savior complex. But we don't have the resources or the ability to continue to be the savior. It's like we didn't listen to the flight attendant when she said, put your mask on before you put someone else's mask exactly. on. And we're just putting the whole plane's mask on. And we're like, well, we're fine. We're fine. Yeah. We can barely breathe. Yeah. And that's that's a fair point. That's I, I definitely agree with that. But it's it's just the. I don't know. And the frustration with Biden, he, he made some comment I heard. I didn't hear this firsthand. I heard it like second or third hand that he didn't know about it. And basically till it was too late. That's like, they've been talking about the, the baby formula thing for a while. And like, he didn't know about it until way after the fact. It's yeah. Like, you're supposed on. to be like I the mean, head get, of, of everything. Like all this stuff which should was, be running through him. Yeah, and I get that you're the president, you're the man at the top, so it's a lot on your plate. Don't get me wrong, you're, you're it's a lot on your plate. But if you know you can't handle the fire, you got to yeah. get out of the pan, yeah. type of thing. And you know? I'm, you know, I'm not harping on, you know, Trump being the greatest would, guy ever or whatever. But no, I'm not. The way he no, ran our country, he made many oh, no, absolutely, and he couldn't shut his mouth. You know, had he had he been able yes. to put his lips together and and not make so many. I guess stupid comments. A lot of people would still vote for him. However, 
I thought it was hilarious yeah. when he would comment. I thought it was great. I thought it was funny. It made for great TV. You know, call him little fat guy, little fat guy, and 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 what have you. It was it was phenomenal. However, he ran the country how the country should have been ran as a business, um, where you know he saw a lot of our exports that we that we could have made here, where he started making them here again, you know, and, and saving us some of that money. Amanda, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I see you hyperventilating over there. Wait, did you hear no, no. mute me? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, I was muted, which was good. Because I was like literally having heart palpitations. I'm gonna have to go get Marge oxygen machine. Like so many thoughts. We could have a separate podcast, Dave, you and I, where we can talk about this. My immediate thought about all of this stuff happening is there's reason oh, for sure. happening. I think that there are people that are higher than Biden that have that are little puppets and we've talked about this. I do not I think it goes agree. right back into our secret think society that, talk that we're having right now. I think absolutely. there are secret societies pulling yes. strings mm-hmm. that you know Biden doesn't have control over and or or that he does even even he may be a part of these secret societies and and they're going listen uh, we need to do this to kind of open somebody's eyes mm-hmm. or, or, or make it look, you know, yeah. People pay attention to this while we do this on this side, you know, I mean, I, money talks. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think I like, I don't hold him directly responsible at all, but I definitely think that he is a puppet. I don't think no. he's in charge. I don't think he's the puppet master. I think he's definitely a puppet and don't get me wrong. Trump is, is a crook in a, in his own right. So don't get it twisted that that I'm saying he's. I think they're all puppets. Yeah, but it, it, I think it's just a different crime family. I think they're all just crime families, and they're all. Just I think Trump. Ones. I think you know Trump's I mean? like, strings were a little bit I mean, looser, and I think that's what bothered people up there was that Trump didn't have his strings yeah, tied to yeah. everybody in that. I will. Uh, say, you know, everybody in those offices or what have you. I will say, as the very staunch. I, I'm not even a liberal. I'm part of the Peace and Socialism Club. Like I looked at my what actual party I would be if I wanted to not vote. Um, I actually really like Marxism. We could talk Ooh, about that later uh, if you want. Here we go. God, because I have lots of thoughts on Marxism. I've been reading a lot about him. Good old Marxism. Uh, um, uh, not, no, don't get uh, me wrong. It's like not Marxism and Leninism. It's like very strict Marxism. I think is interesting. But I don't think as it goes into communism is. I think that's where it gets twisted. It's too anyway. close. Very close. Too close. But anyway, it, go it's ahead. A, it's a hair. It's a hair. Um, oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, I will say <laughs> that I was, I am more relieved that Donald Trump was president than somebody like Mike Pence or DeSantis, who I think know what they're doing know how to get around things and know the people that are pulling the strings. Like, I don't want to say, I, I guess an unkind way of saying that is like, I was a little bit more comfort that Donald Trump was more stupid to not understand things yeah. <laughs> as like other politicians who have been. Well, I don't politicians. know that. I don't, I don't That's know. If, and Joe Biden I, is one of them. No, no, no. I'm and and I, I understand. I don't know that stupid is the right word. I think that he knew kind of yes. what, what, deals were being played but 
as a president, he was also not part of those deals. You know what I mean? He wasn't part of that money. He, he could look at it and go, I have my money. I don't really need your money. I don't really like that deal. So I'm going to nix it. Well, I think he also just didn't, he like didn't have, he didn't right. play in the game. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. He, Which I mean, again, I, as someone that was like, Oh, I don't like anything this word stands for. Um, we're okay with him not knowing how to do it. Cause it just made us for four years. We just kind of hung out. It was fine. Um, I don't know that we hung out. I, I think, I, I think he worried. kept a lot of these in check. Let's not use okay, that. Okay. A lot of these people who are maybe ignorant, ignorant people in check. I'll go with that. Um, I do though. Like I said, I think that there's a higher power that not, not higher powers I use for God. Okay. I know I, I know you are, I refer to God as HP. I think there is a higher person or higher organization oh, for sure. at play. For sure. I think this, this whole podcast I mean, is probably touching on that higher power. You know, I, I think it's more than one person that controls it. I think there's a lot of a group of people that are making decisions and going, Hey, mm-hmm. let's put this into play and okay, pull this string and make this person talk. And I think that like with the baby formula and gas, like we're not, this isn't the end of it. Like as, as sad as it sounds, Especially, I know you guys are parents and like, you know, God willing, I'll be one soon. Like, I think that we, it's going to be gonna hard, but it's going to get, get worse where it gets better for sure. And I'm a glass house. I'm a glass three ways fool kind of person. So if I'm saying yeah. that, ooh, a pessimist, they're probably having. Well, a I, I truly think that we're going yeah. to go into another recession. I think so too, Dave. I have been like putting money all my quarters I get yeah. under my mattress. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm waiting on this yeah. housing bubble here in Florida, and I'm sure it's everywhere else. The the housing bubble here in Florida to it pop. Is. I mean, these houses are are unfreaking real. The prices are are just astronomical. It's it's, it's everywhere. Just, it's yeah, up here, too. It's you know, and, and unfortunately, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, on my own again, you know, not a choice that I wanted or, 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 you know, something that I'm happy about, but you know, I'm, I'm out and I'm like, well, I'd love to have a place of my own, a place that my daughter and I could call. I can't afford anything right now. You know, nothing. Yeah. It's, no, it's, it's ridiculous. Insane. Um, mom and I were driving home from church on Sunday and they're building these like new uh townhome they're not townhomes but they're like if townhomes weren't together that yeah. makes sense like they're just like long but narrow yeah and so i'm thinking mom's like how much do you think those are and i was like oh, i bet they're going for like 400 which i still think is way too much but in colorado 400 is your average price for that kind of home eight hundred yeah, see that's 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 oh, just unfreaking real it's unheard of unheard of like if if you had a house right now. I, I can only imagine what it would go for if you sold it right now. It's just, you know. Oh, we looked at it because we were like, oh, like not to sell, but we were just curious. We have a pretty like nice size house, whatever. We, I mean, we've only been here for two years. We've already made 300000 on it because right. of inflation. And Adam's like, oh, we can make this money. And I was like, where would right. we Right. Yeah, go? that's one part. You can right. sell it and make the $300,000, but you're going to put that, you're going to dump that right that's into another house. And then some. We, we've then, made about 60 yeah. and it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's like, where will we go? We actually joked that we would go to York, Pennsylvania. Cause we could be like, we could buy a house there, but it was the haunted house. And Adam <laughs> wasn't sure about that. <laughs> so. oh, that's funny. He's like, maybe if we could like live in Hershey park. Oh, that'd be nice. So. We can't yeah, could you turn one of your well, faucets folks, and get chocolate out of it? <laughs> 
Well, hopefully Darling. these secret societies are listening and going, you know what? These poor people. Yeah, they figured us, they out. Figured us out. Let's go ahead and pop this inflation and, and bring stuff down. Or they're like going to come after us and figure out where we live. We've probably given too much information to our yeah. 10 listeners. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's only getting yeah. better, though. It's only getting better with the listeners, and we would like to keep it that way. So I'm going to say it and say it every episode. Please tell everyone you can about the podcast. If you listen to us, do the kind thing and leave us a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. Please do that because that helps us the most. Gets us on the charts. Makes us look like we're doing something. Tell your friends um, about us. Send us an email. If you have any ideas, yeah, tell your friends about us. Tell your barber. Tell everybody. You know, Tell your coworkers. If you uh, have any uh, topic ideas or something that you really like to hear us dive deep on that maybe we've already touched on a little bit, let us know that as well. You know, send us an email at the waters run deep podcast at gmail.com. And, um, you know, if you leave that five star review, like I've offered before, let me know. I'll send some stickers out. Just send me an email. If I don't uh, reach out to you before that, if I see it, um, we'll send you out some stickers. I got some new ones coming that are, um, same thing, but a little, little flashier looking. So hopefully, hopefully they turn out well. Um, thanks again. And we'll see you on the next one. Good night. Drive safe, Erica. A survey conducted by the Atlanta Vampire Alliance estimates that there are around 5,000 real vampires in the United States, with about 50 living in New Orleans. Join us next week as we talk about vampires, their existence in America, and specifically their history in New Orleans. at the waters run deep podcast at gmail.com again that is the waters runs deep podcast at gmail.com let us know uh, what you think of the podcast if you've given us a five-star review and i haven't reached out to you about stickers please let me know and i will get them out to you as well if anyone wants to come on the podcast has had any crazy experiences with the paranormal aliens ufos uh if you're in a secret society anything like that Reach out to us. We'd love to have have you on the show and hear about your experience.